Welcome back to the Raleigh Triangle Anime Review. What, what do we call this thing again? The Triangle Anime and Manga Review. Yeah, sorry. You're I was, dyslexic. I was, in your mind. I was too busy thinking about the potential of Bajan. Bajan. LeBron James losing in the. I really hope so. I mean, we have the. The sudden death games this I guess this week start. Nah, right? they got the they got the double elimination one. What is double? I thought it was single. One team gets single, one team gets Oh, double. what kind of It's it's really dumb. Well <laughs> the people are complaining about the MLB playoff schedule and then uh, the NBA's and the then the NBA now. does like this weird bullshit. Anyway, we're not supposed to we're not here to talk about the NBA. We're gonna talk about anime and We're not anime. athletes. We're here to talk about Staying inside, watching anime, and looking at beautiful waifus. Do you think that like people look better nowadays, like as they get older, because they just spend all their time inside and they never get exposed to the sun? Like, How does that make you look better? I'm tan. Yeah, because I think like tan you know, your you skin doesn't like dry out as much. I don't know. That's what I, I mean. Was... I yeah. guess. I mean, unless the other. Ext- I mean, I don't think people are outside so much that their skin is just. Nasty. I mean, think about Buffalo Bill. Like he wants you like inside a well and like. Lotion Moisturized. That skin. Yeah, you, get that yeah. Moisture. you got to put the lotion on, on the, the skin. skin. Or else it gets the hose again. So, alright, hopefully that was enough of an intro. I'm sure everybody's weirded out at this point. Uh, we review anime and manga. We try our uh, best to, at least. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is uh, week six of the spring anime season, 2021. Yeah, man. So, Ozzy, you wanted to bring up kind of like a new topic for us. You're going to... Take a crack at Reddit? Is that what I... Okay, my so... My understanding? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I frequent Reddit you piss off the internet? The no, yeah. no. But, I mean, that's what the internet's for. The internet I mean, is to piss people off. They'll find a way to get pissed off anyway. That's, that's just how true. it works. No, and I, I, I don't want to piss them off. I want to give them props for uh, being a, a community in the, uh, you know, subreddit of anime. Uh, a good community where they uh, have... Good discussions of for everything, you know, for every anime you can think of, posting clips, posting anything that you like, asking for recommendations, uh, things of that nature. And specifically, um, we were looking at some ratings yeah. that they do from week to week um, for episodes and series, series, series. plural, series as a whole. And we were just curious, like, what the taste of the subreddit was because um, – it, it's changed a little bit, but it's kind of pretty consistent at the top of what people yeah. really enjoy watching. And what we found out, or at least what I found out, is that their tastes kind of suck. Because 86 <laughs> is at the top all the time. Well, we'll like, get into 86 wrong? because it is, is one of the ones that we reviewed this week. Why is every single person on Reddit like a depressed emo teenager? Like, well, what is going on here? We can, I mean... That um, might be something that we can look into, but just because it's at the top of, for the left part, that just means that that's the most talked about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, props to the person who put this together. The sub, the Reddit person is, uh, I think it's his name is like Abyss. Can you go to it? Abyss. Abyss Watcher. Abyss Paul. Watcher Bell. Yeah. So shout out to this guy. He puts some great graphics together that essentially um, put our put like them ranked. Every episode ranked in the amount of discussion that it ensued and also the rating in which people gave it. So each week, every person can go in there and say, I watched this episode. Here's what I rated it. Which must be a lot of work. I feel it like. is, and, but it's pretty I had cool. A hard, I had a hard time. We were talking about it before we got started. I had a hard time just figuring out how this 
how the voting system works. I was like, yeah, we talked about do it. You and even essentially, that out? every week they on anim- on Reddit subreddit anime, you can find the episode that came out literally like maybe seconds after it comes out. So they're good. They're on top of shit. Yeah. Um, as soon as it comes out, there's a discussion board. There is the ability to vote, and you can talk about this the anime as much as you want. Um, right. So. Like starting out on week one or two, they started. I think, I think, I think week, week one two, was week two would probably be the better one to start this yeah. season because week one had a lot of stuff finishing off from last season. I know you're not as familiar with Horimiya. That was a big light novel. Manga were huge, and actually, the manga had its final chapter come out around the same time okay. the first season of the anime wrapped up. Oh. So I think that got a big bump. And I'm not okay. gonna say it's a, it's a good series. Um, it's a more of a slice of life series, so if what? you're looking for action, I, w- I wouldn't expect it. Might have to check it out. But it's kind of like it's kind of like a cute, fun little uh, series. Yeah, I, w- sure. I definitely enjoyed it. Okay, uh, so yeah, if we look at week two, I think that's when everything was kind of sort of established. That's that's when the new episodes actually start coming out, and sure. what we see is pretty much to be expected. Um, I mean, well, so some like, of, well, yes, okay, so yes, it is expected. I mean, from our from our perspective, uh, so what we see. Top five, you've got A6. And this uh, is top five of most discussed, most amount of comments. High li- highest rated, I think. So the top three are pretty close together. There's 86, which is about 100 votes above Nagatoro, which is a, o- only about 200 votes above Two Year Eternity. Yeah. And then after that, there's a steep drop-off. You get into uh, the sp- So I'm a Spider, So What? And then... Oh, what's that last one there at five? Oh, that's my hero. That's my yeah. hero. Yeah. So that's, of course it is. Yeah. Of course, I mean, it's the returning of the season, season five, season five, right? Season yeah. five. So that's going to be a hot topic, and those are votes. So essentially, the way it works is people vote up or down whether they like it or not, and those are the amount of upvotes per se. And yeah, it's pretty close for the top three, like you said. And I think what really sets those three apart is, well, To Your Eternity is pretty good. 86, apparently people really like. And I think Nagatoro was very controversial. Well, I think... To start, at least. So I'll, I'll just give in my perspective. And I don't know how much overlap is between the manga subreddits and the anime subreddits or the manga and anime in general. Yeah. But Nagatoro and To Your Eternity were probably two of the most anticipated coming into this because their mangas were... Hugely popular. Already kind of said. Nag- Nagatoro, especially online, was one of those like sparks in a pan where it just caught fire really, really quickly. I can see that. Uh, to Your Eternity was one of those where it was very popular a few years ago and everybody was kind of waiting yeah. to see when is this thing going to get an anime. And then it finally happened and everybody kind of lost their minds. It was really exciting. 86 was the one that caught me off guard, which I think. Had to do with Crunchyroll really was pushing it pretty hard. Uh, they really push it. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't seem like anything super like new. It seems pretty standard know, for I, the story base. I know it's also got a light novel. I know that much. But, uh, yeah, I hadn't really heard about it. But I did see coming into the spring season, Crunchyroll was really pumping out the uh, trailers. They were really piping it up. And, I mean, to be fair, the animation does look good. Uh, the 3D animation does, looks yes. very good. I yes, like the, the 3D. It, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it does look good. Not necessarily yeah. that I don't – I just don't like it sometimes the way it looks. It, it, and they use it for, like, the mecha uh, animations. Because, exactly, and that's what works. But I think it works well with that, and we'll talk about that as we go. This is one, one that we review. But uh, to contrast that, they also let – 
everyone vote on said episode. And since this was maybe episode one or two of some of the season, um, the it's actually funny because the three that we said, 86, Nagatoro, and To Your Eternity, um, when you look at the rating of the episodes, the only one that actually held up was To Your Eternity. So the top few for the actual quality of the episodes, per se, is one would be To Your Eternity at a 9.65, Odd Taxi, episode two, at a 9.65 as well, and then I'm a Sp- So I'm a Spider, So What, 9.5. Right. Uh, and, and then Vivi's right there underneath it at 9.57. Well, and I think that's like, so... As you're touching on, I think that there's higher viewership for the overall rankings, but you're talking about the individual rankings for the episodes. Yeah. So it seems like the people who are watching, you know, To Your Eternity, Odd Taxi, So I'm a Spider, and Vivi, which, again, kind of a surprise because that, that one didn't really get a lot of advertising early on. They really liked what they were seeing. Well, yeah, I think that's what, what – when I said earlier with Nagatoro, it got votes and upvotes. I think that one was a little bit more controversial because there's all, there's there's obviously a lot of fans that like Nagatoro, but there's some people that don't necessarily like the way that it started off because it had a lot of – the first few episodes are very heavy on the bullying part and a lot of people yeah. aren't fans of it. So I think it got a lot of conversation, but I don't think people highly rank that in comparison to something like To Your Eternity or Odd Taxi. Now, right. I will say what this rating system seems to say to me or seems to indicate, I mean, obviously not a perfect indicator because not everybody votes, but there seems to be a lot of diversity as far as what people are interested in watching. I do um, like that, yeah. kind of shows that, you know, the obviously the subreddit is very diverse. It's not just like a bunch of people watching Shonen. Yeah. So, I mean, because I think of the five that we talked about, three of them are kind of action-y, um, and then, I mean... Two, two or three are like super dramas, and then one's just kind of a fun romp. I actually don't know what season. I think this is the season in My Hero with, uh, gosh, what's the, the magician and the like little girl? And the bunny rabbit ears. Yeah, girl. well. After, right after Overhaul, I think is what it is. No, the, the, the like girl no, with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but right. It's right after Overhaul. I think Overhaul, I, I think. I, I completely dropped with the manga, I, with the anime. I still read the manga, um, but. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to love My Hero. I mean, not everyone, but the people who love My Hero are going to continue to love My Hero, and I think that shows with it staying yeah. in the consistent of but the middle. Again, you know. there's only two sequels two sequels going on in the top five, and then, yeah, Tokyo Revengers and Vivi on the outside looking in yeah, that's on the true. first yeah. season. So it kind of shows a lot of people you know, are trying different things and kind of experiencing different stories. Uh, well, I think it's interesting to note, like, kind of how we were saying, like, so Nagatoro is really talked about, has a lot of upvotes, downvotes, whatever. But when you look at the rating, um, it's like a nine points. It's not even on the top few for ratings, really. Um, I think it just gets a lot of views. Yeah, yeah, I think it just gets a lot of views for viewers' sake. And, uh, yeah, and you kind of see that as things have gone on. I think you just wanted to do it. Did you also want to do a straight jump to week six? Or so, yeah, you... I kind of wanted to see where, where we started and where we're at now because um, it does it every week. So every week they allow you to go and vote and talk about your episode um, and whatever anime you watch. And when you look at week six, 86 has kind of held everyone's attention for the longest of time. I think every week it's either one or two. It's certainly getting the most viewers. Yeah, yeah. it's been pretty consistently number one. Uh, to Your Eternity is also up there. Yeah, which is to say, which is normal because I think that was the one that caught. I think that one 
was the one that a lot of people were waiting for, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done that it caught everyone else's attention that wasn't necessarily in the know. Yeah. Um, and uh, the next one would be Vivi, which I think is justified as well because I think as soon as it as after literally after episode one, it just shot out like a cannon. Yeah. It just uh, it has been pretty crazy. Yeah. And then of course the spider right in that one, right on the end, which you know I'm gonna convince you to watch that one of these days. I don't know, I was, man. I, was, I just yeah. don't know. But, but then yeah. uh, you look at the rating. If it, again, we are interpreting this as well as we can. So if we're wrong, then we apologize. But it looks like the episode, the singular episode rating is on the right. It looks like Odd Taxi still at the top, which is pretty impressive. Because if I, I look through all of their stuff, because they keep a history of all the quality of or the ratings, it looks like Odd Taxi has been rated exceptional with every episode as it's gone on. And I, as I've watched every episode so far, I can agree. I have I have not been disappointed by a single episode of that anime. Uh, and I think the other thing we talked about last week or last whenever with Odd Taxi where, uh, you know, as the story develops, you're getting more twists unravel and that's kind of keeping people's interest. And yeah, and, that, and they're introducing like different yeah. characters every episode. So it allows yeah. you to, you know, hook onto somebody else. Like that, there was that one episode where they just concentrated on one character who was new and nothing else. And it yeah. was very intriguing to me. Like, I think that would have been, what, this week? Yeah, so... That was actually still... Yeah, I, I am I am sure that Odd Taxi has stayed one or two for the la- for every every yeah, episode. because it was, it was the definitely the highest... At least individual episode. Again, this yeah. is just the... This doesn't mean that the series as a whole is everyone's favorite. Um, but another one that's come up is Super Cub, which I've heard a yeah. lot of good things about. I'm actually interested in looking into it. Apparently, it's a very... Um, like slice of life, like um, it's to your eternity, except it's well, not to your eternity. Of uh, oh, sorry, further it's further than the, the universe, universe but on bikes. Yeah, so it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh season three. Oh, card games on motorcycles. On motorcycles, damn son. Um, Zombie Land is up there too. I recently just started watching that uh, episode one, so don't you know? It's don't on. at me. Hey man, rap battles coming your way. Um, I mean, the first one was headbanging, and I'm all about it. It's a it's a good comedy. Yeah, it was pretty no, good. I think um, most of the tastes are pretty good. I mean, we're going to talk about most of the big ones this week. It seems like yeah, except for Spider because you don't want to talk about Spider. I not that I don't want to talk about it. It just never really caught my eye, and we can't watch everything. We're sorry, we're not perfect, <laughs> and that was just one. We try to catch as much as possible, and we try to watch the big ones. And Spider was off the radar. But yeah, I mean, stuff that we're not talking about right now. Shadow House is in the top ten. Is getting a lot of hype. Um, Fruits Basket's pretty close up there. Yeah. You were just telling me that it's a pretty big thing. It's on its final season. It is called The Final Season. I think most females who are into, like, anime probably grew up on Fruits Basket really? uh, in some form or fashion. Because uh, Fruit Basket's one of the older... Uh, yeah, you did say this is kind of a subject. reboot. Right? Yeah. So it was. It's definitely. A, it's definitely a good one. Um, hey, we see the Slime Diaries. I see that's doing pretty well. Slime Diaries has been good. I think that's again just people trying to hang on. Um, well, I mean, it's more. It's not more of a hang on. It's just kind of being, um, being happy with something between season one and season two, since season two hasn't come out yet. It might also be because there's so much bummer stuff this <clears> week. Which, I mean. I don't want to spend too much on this. Do you have anything else you want to discuss before we get into how much of a bummer 86 is? <laughs> like, No, I mean, the point you make is valid. I think a lot of the stuff that people kind of focus on or that we're watching are all very serious, maybe drama-filled stuff. And sometimes the lighthearted stuff is good to watch every now and then. That's why I think Nagatoro is so high up there. That's why I think something like 
Um, maybe I guess maybe Fruits Basket's up there, because um, and especially something like Zombieland, yeah, Zombieland right? Zombieland yeah. is not nothing serious at all. It's a, it's yeah. a comedy. The spider is also up yeah, there. Yeah, I don't. Know, <laughs> yeah, but no, I think uh, and you know it's, it's a cool it's a cool infographic of like how people their d- d- diverse taste of the subreddit, which is kind of a small sample of people that watch anime, um, and then just kind of interesting to see what. How epi- how every episode ranks against others, I uh, guess. And I also kind of would like... It'd be interesting if somebody could put together a graph that shows how this skews as, like, if there was, like, older people were more interested in certain anime. But, That's true. You know, because I feel like a lot of the hyper-dramas are probably targeted towards older people. Although, 86, again, has a lot of cool fight scenes, but it's also just, like, super, super... Like, all right, yeah, let's just get into it, okay, man? I, yeah. I am, like... So, I know I just I shit on eighty six like right out the gate, and uh, you know I was partially joking, but no, seriously, that this show is like the most bummer of bummer shows. I, I don't I'm trying to be polite when I say that like it makes me want to kill myself watching this fucking show. Yeah, like it's uh, it's not. It's not a fun watch. Go ahead. You you want to do the summary? So yeah, okay. So eighty six. Uh, that was one of the four uh, anime that we're reviewing this week. Eighty six is uh, to give you kind of a small synopsis. It's set in a in a world where um, there's this country called the Republic of San Magnolia, which is you know kind of a idealistic world, and they have a military which apparently is advertised as um, like completely non-human, like nothing. It's not. It's right. completely um, like AI, like automated. Well, so this other country. Without, uh, I'm just gonna try and summarize. So, the country that they're fighting against basically created an army of unmanned drones. Correct. And so, the forces of the good country, San, San Magnolia. Magnolia. Well, let's not say good country. The other country. The other country, San Magnolia, uh, got was like getting really demoralized because they kept sending people to fight these and they kept dying horribly. So they developed their own quote-unquote unmanned drones. Again, advertised as unmanned drones. But in reality, they actually dedicated a small group of people and said, you guys are a separate subhuman group and you're going to man these drones and we don't care what you say. You are no longer humans. We strip you of all your rights. Go out there and fight for us. Everything that we put in the news says that there you don't exist and that these are all robots. Meanwhile, all the people with the white hair and blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. yeah. So mm. yeah, yeah. So anyway, they get to sit behind the walls and be safe, but these other people they get are to out drink there. and be merry and yeah. have festivals and stuff like that. Meanwhile, these uh, the you know all the other kids have to go out and fight in these little like coffins that are not even well insulated with giant guns attached to the top of them. Which, that's, that's another question. They don't really touch on that, I'm assuming, because they just didn't think about it when they were writing it. Like, half those kids have got to be deaf. That's, like, crazy. They have a gun, oh, yeah, the gun right like, there. jammed right over top of your head. Well, I did look into it, and um, apparently the, the the mechas that they have, I forgot what their, their name, Juggernauts, I think is what they're Juggernauts, called. Juggernauts, yeah. Um, they are built, or at least by, by design or by lack of design, they're built to re- literally only take one hit. Yeah. If they take a hit, you're dead. They're paper like, thin. Yeah, yeah they're they paper thin. They, so they, 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 they don't put, even 
protect they, you from exactly. temperature. They don't, they don't protect you from anything, so as soon as someone's hit, it's death, game over. But again, that shows the complete lack of care that they have for these subhumans, which uh, that's why it's called 86. So the way it works is um, there were 85 districts that they put together and said, hey, this is now the Republic of San Magnolia, but there's an 86 district that are these people that are not people that we're going to make into military tools. Yeah. And that's why they call 86, and they're, those people are called 86ers. Um, Which I will give them credit. This is probably one of the nicer, nicest portrayals of blatant racism and <laughs> yeah, it's engagement. harsh. Like I don't know. Like, like damn. Son. And I, we made the comment at at the beginning. I think either last week or the week before that we didn't review eighty six to start with because that's a topic based off of the synopsis. It's not a topic I really want to watch because I get plenty of racism and terrible hatred stuff in in real world right yeah. now. Uh -huh. So I don't necessarily want to sit there and watch thirty minutes of sadness of people going out there and dying for someone who doesn't care for them. Um, outside of that, is it well done? Does it look good? Yes. I think 86 is – I can understand why people like it because it looks great. The animations are wonderful. Uh, the fight scenes are great. The mecha scenes are great. If you're a mecha – oh, well, it's weird because it's not – I wouldn't really categorize it as a mecha, at least uh, as of now. For it's, the got, first, it's got some aspects. It's got some aspects, right? There are I, mecha battles, but most of it is drama. It's a drama-filled anime. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of like the mecha design. Oh, I do too. Yeah, they're, they're very basic. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's, that's. A, I like it. I like the the fights. I like that the main character for the eighty sixers is you know an ace when it comes to fighting, and he, I like how they're designed too because it's not just like oh yeah we're kind of walking we're shooting. They have all these abilities to like jump across walls and like use like yeah. a grappling thing, and it's really cool. It looks great. They use like three D like like uh, computer generated animation, yeah. and it looks very good. Um, so I do like the fight scenes when it happens, but a lot of the time, it, so far for the first five episodes or so, it's a lot of the interaction between the actual main character, which is uh, this new like co commander who takes over this group of 86ers, and she actually is a decent person. She actually goes against the grain and is like, I don't think what we're doing is okay. I obviously... Yeah. These people are real people. We shouldn't be treating them like this. And I think it's the story is basically her battling against society and also trying to form a, a relationship with these people who they, yeah. on the other hand, don't want that so, relationship. So I'll go ahead and get this out of the way because we did like 50 million spoiler warnings in the past few episodes. I'm just going to say from this point on, we watched like the first four episodes of each of these shows. At least. So... If y'all are worried about spoilers, that's what we're going to be discussing. So don't. Yeah. So uh, this is your spoiler warning. Count of three. One, two, three. So I'll go ahead and get what I liked about it. I, I like the art. is fantastic. Especially the 3D design. Look, the, the mechas are not very complicated machines, but that works perfectly for the 3D design because they're basically like triangles and rectangles kind of glued together. And it works for the story too because they're easily destroyed, causes yeah. for easy drama. Yeah. But uh, the other thing I really like about the series is the way it shifts perspective. It does a good job of like... It doesn't really show these two groups in ever a split screen. You'll get the 86s yeah, like and that. you'll get the... Commander. Uh, Commander Girl uh, as a separate entity. And 
you know, there might be some action going on and it might just stick with the commander girl and she doesn't see anything. She just sees dots on a screen. And he's like, we don't know what happened, but yeah, the, something's going on. They're yeah. completely separated. So, yeah. like, this, the, the commanders are always, like, the... Um, they're always in charge of them when it comes to battle. They don't necessarily... So the 86ers have the option or live in their own. They get to do whatever they want. But when it's time for you know militant action, they have to get out there, fight for their lives, and defeat the enemies. Right. And they have to listen or at least have the guidance of the commanders, um, who in this case one of the main characters is. So that's really the only time that they technically have to interact. But you see that this commander, because she is kind of feels she kind of feels bad for where they're at and she wants to make amends she's talks to them more more often she's trying to make them she's human them. Yeah. she's yeah she's trying to humanize them which is is good but i think that's what drives a series right now at least for the first few episodes like all these other people are like we you don't need to do this we know what you think you're just like any other white well, pig i think that was one of my favorite thing in the uh third episode was when I think that was the first, like, quote-unquote on-screen character death because they didn't even show it. It was just, again, like I was saying, they were there was a battle. They don't even – she doesn't even get a map. The commander doesn't even get a map. She just sees a bunch of dots on the screen, and she sees some enemy dots. And, like, one of her troops ends up in a bad situation and gets killed, and you don't – all you see is that little dot disappear. And it's like, oh, shit, that's – that's it. That's all it is to them, I guess. But yeah, obviously she feels more of an impact, but you can see kind of that, you know, that uh, difference in perspective, and it really has an impact, you know, to kind of, you know, you can see why these people feel that these guys are dehumanized. Or, or just don't treat them like humans. I yeah. think they use the term pigs in human skin, which is like, wow. Yeah, it's real, it's real Brutal, harsh. brutal. And... I will go back to what you said. The the change in perspective is really good. The way they did it, with I don't know if that's how they do it in the in the novels or in the manga, where they you know for half the episode they'll show the eighty sixers in the battle, and all the all the dialogue that that happens throughout it. Then they switch perspectives. The same dialogue happens, but it's from the view of the commander and how she takes in all that information. Right. Um, so that's really cool. I know you, you talked about that. I will say that's one of the better aspects of that. And when there is there are situations, you know, where they're in battle mm-hmm. and, you know, something's going on like so far all the battles are pretty short lived. They're all just like, Oh yeah, there's a couple of drones coming in, we need to fight them. Th- this this group of eighty sixers in in particular, they are very they are infamous for being one of the best groups so they have no problem getting rid of the enemies but that doesn't mean there hasn't been any casualties yeah they also uh tend to buck their commanders i guess because because they're so good well because they're so good but also i think um and they hinted this the uh leader of their group is much more much better educated than i think a lot of people so he has his ways i guess without getting into too many details i think he like ups the uh, mental connectivity I think for one of their commanders and it causes him to get his like brain scrambled so he has to he ends up committing suicide so yeah they're they're pretty smart despite you know being quote unquote lower people they're pretty smart about how they well, handle they things. are normal people they are normal people and technically yeah. and, I mean not technically but the story is that 
this new gr this group of 86ers are notorious for causing all, all their commanders to quit like yeah. either by suicide because one of them did or people just saying I can't do this anymore uh, you find out in the later episodes why per se that happens it's not necessarily their purposeful doing it just happens to do something to do with the main character and a quirk he has yeah but um, once you do find out this quirk it helps develop the story better because I will say the first few episodes were very basic for me. I wasn't really drawn in a lot. Uh, what really kept me going was the action because yeah. I did like the action. It looked great. I liked that you know the mechas could be moved around very uh, effectively. But as for story, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, there's a racist group. There is the lesser group. They're being ordered around. This lady feels bad. And that's it. But until that episode where you find out that there's something beneath it and that the other, that the technically quote unquote enemy is doing something that not that the good, quote unquote they're good eating, guys eating, don't know. They're eating people's brains. They're zombies, but they're yeah. not zombies. They're eating people's brains. It's you'll, crazy. Have to, you'll have to watch. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's when the story develops, and that's where I think it just happened for me. So I am a little bit more hooked. Yeah. Um, and I'm intrigued as to where they go from it. So I will well, continue watching it. I, I, I don't know that I, I might come back to it. I don't, I'm not super thrilled about watching this just because there's, I've already got enough dramas. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I've i seen this before and it's just not something maybe as an adult I feel differently about this because we talked about this on our very first episode. Part of the draw of anime is it's a... I guess people could view it as a lower grade way to talk about complicated topics. And this is a very complicated topic and one that's still prevalent in our society today. Granted, this is probably like to a very extreme, extreme degree. Obviously. Um, but uh, I personally, when I'm at work and I work all day and then I come back, I don't get like really pumped up to be like, oh boy, I get to watch the racist okay. anime. Yeah, so I will say yeah. that this is probably my least, like, I can't wait to watch it anime. Like yeah. some some weeks, I will say that I've just left it to the end and just said not to the very end because I have certain animes that I watch at the okay. end of the night, so I don't feel like shit when I go to sleep. Yeah, it's just one of the ones that I put off in the back burner. I'm just like I watch it because I need to and because I am interested, but I don't really feel like feeling down because so far every up, there's no good moments. They have like little moments where it's like yay. In that same well, episode, the girl you, that was like, yeah, she fucking died. You you see some humanity from the eighty sixes and, yeah, and you see some and you see some from see. the commander and it's it's very nice. But yeah, it it's just one blow after another yeah. to your and emotion. Unfortunately, like I just <laughs> unless there's a there's a secret plot no jutsu pull, I just don't see how this world that's been set up is going to change. No. I don't see how at the end of this story that happens, whether it be the anime or the manga, all of a sudden the the racist people say, you know, we've been doing this wrong. When they've been doing it for years, years and years, and all of a sudden they're like, we've been doing this wrong. Let's call it quits. Well, it is kind of interesting because I think they imply that this, they've only been doing this for like nine years or something. And I'm like, that's okay. insane. Like, how did this happen so quickly? But anyway. That's true because they have a scene where they show like the kids in school. Yeah. And they're just not phased by it. So I think they're indoctrinating them so quickly that that's why I'm saying like I don't see this changing at all. But no, I mean, I don't – I need to look up where the season ends because I also 
kind of have expectations for where it ends, and I don't think it's going to be fun. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, anyway, it is it is a very interesting story. I will say that if you're into that, definitely watch. I think a lot of people are watching it, which we can tell based off the rankings. Um, again, it's a very Oh, man. Mecca can, sci-fi thing. It's really cool. I can absolutely see why it's yeah. very popular. It just I I'm not one of those people. I like I'll probably watch it at some point, um, and it'll probably be great. I just this is not something it's that not I right want to get in yeah. weekly and be like hell yeah. Watch That's this. true. Yeah. Yeah. Watch these be kids die this week. It All might be right. better just to binge it and get it over with. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's got a good rating of about an eight. Um, I will say again, I like to rank the openings for everyone, and this opening is an absolute like banger, man. This is one that like I listen to the official song, and I have on a playlist because it is so good. It's like a it's like a math rock kind of song. It's really it's like, creative. It's yeah. very creative, yeah. Um, and I was just enamored with the song, so um, it gets me pumped, but then I get depressed. Right. So yeah, there's that. Eighty six. Check it out. All right. Feels. So next up. Yeah, thirty-two minutes in. Next up, Tokyo Revengers. So, nice. So, speaking of, uh, I guess feeling bummed out sometimes. Uh, Tokyo. No, Re- this one doesn't bother me. It's a good. Nearly it's a good much. mix. I think yeah. it's a good mix. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. It is a time travel-based anime um, where there's this guy. Essentially, the synopsis is Takamichi, who is the main character. Um, you find out that he's pretty much reached rock bottom. He's pretty much a loser. Uh, quote unquote, um, and then one day he finds out his girlfriend from high school, who's been his only girlfriend ever, um, was killed recently by a by a gang, a, a Tokyo gang, is based in Tokyo. Um, so that kind of like bums him out even more. So he's kind of at the bottom of his at the well, and then one the next day he finds himself pretty much on death's door through an accident, and when he kind of wakes up from said accident, he realizes he's in the past twelve years. So now he's in a situation where he's back in his glory days living his fun life um, but he realizes that he has the ability to change the past or change the future present whatever yeah and so this, time travel yeah and this has been a long going manga that's been very popular yeah. for a while yeah i mean it's what got, i looked up it has 200 chapters it's been going since 2017 so. it's yeah it's a big popular one and i honestly not sure how i missed the boat on this one because it's been popular for a long time a lot of people but, were hype a lot of people were like you have to watch this as soon as it comes out and yeah uh, I guess maybe it was because I wasn't that interested in the time travel aspect when it first came out. I think a lot of people were doing the time travel thing, I think. Because that came out around the time of Erased, right? Somewhere around there for manga-wise. So, well, yeah. at least the anime definitely came out. I mean, it came out during this being a thing. And I will say it kind of has the same idea where it's like, oh, I can go back and forth. And fix. And I can fix, fix stuff. I want I, to save somebody. Essentially, spoilers in Tokyo Revengers... Takamichi, who's the main character, wants to save his girlfriend. He he because back in twelve years ago he was that was when he was with that girl. Right. And he feels compelled to save her somehow. Um, and you find out through the story that he was actually in the gang that end up becoming the bad gang that killed them. So yeah. he's kind of already has an in to kind of figure out how to save them and save his friends as well because they're all involved in gang activities. No, I think uh, yeah, I think. You were kind of talking about how this was a bit of a downer, and I think it starts that way. But I, I gotta say, Takamichi, the main character, I love his blindless, blinded optimism. Yeah. Where he just, nothing, 
after the first episode and he figures out, you know, he's he can time travel and he can get back. I don't know if he's just stupid or straightforward, but yeah, once he figures out he can go back and fix things, he's like, nah, I can do this. I can make this work. Well, it's definitely yeah. stupidity, but it's kind of like throwing yourself headfirst into something and not worrying about the act, the outcome because he already realizes that the normal outcome is terrible, right? right. I think I like that aspect where he realizes that you know, my normal life is terrible because I have no one. I'm by myself. I don't have a good job. I never made it. I left my friends. I left my girlfriend. Because you find out that he had a, a bunch of great friends that he loved. He had a, a girlfriend that he, I guess he loved. And he left that because he didn't want to get involved in the gang, which is right. a legitimate reason to leave. You know, if you don't want to be involved in something like that, you get out. I mean, that's what you see in every culture. You know, if, it's, if you think it's a... An evil kind of association. You're like, I'm not doing this shit. Right. But because of that, bad things happen. He wants to kind of make amends and change that. Well, so, and I think he's starting to realize I'm only in four episodes. I don't know. I know you've been watching farther in. Yeah, this is. What I I'm, think. I think I, part I of his thing that he's starting to realize also is that, you know, despite him not wanting to be involved with all that. He maybe didn't understand the positive impact he was having on the people around him yeah, just yeah, by sure. being there. And I think he's starting to figure that out. And yeah. it's definitely changing his perspective on a few well, things. Well, I think he's real he's realizing his impact and he's also realizing the the how good of friends they were. Like right. he knew they were great friends, but he didn't realize how well, good they he, were they and how good they could be. Yeah, right? I think you can see a lot in the first few episodes he uses terms like they're lame, they're boring, they're losers. And then he starts realizing, like, no, these guys were a lot more courageous and yeah. smart than I gave them credit yeah. for. And yeah, I you know. And I think that makes sense because in, like, I guess they were in, like, middle school, I think is what it is. Oh, and everybody feels like that maybe way. Maybe early high school. Everyone feels that yeah, way. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just a bunch of losers. We're not really doing anything. But a lot of those traits can really impact your life down the road. And if you don't have those friends to help you build you up or help you along the way, you end up in a different place. And that's kind of what Takamichi has kind of realized. Um, and I, I liked it. Another thing that I realized is they jump into the time travel thing quick. Like they don't take a second to stop you and to define how the time travel works. And I think that helps the manga and the anime in itself. And maybe they do that later. But as of right now, you don't talk about like, oh, a lot of time parody, a lot of time like problems or like, oh, do you yeah, have different dimensions? We're not or, worried about time paradoxes. Yeah, we're, we're not, not worried, worried about, about the butterfly effect. We're not worried about Essentially, the way it works is he goes back 12 years to the exact date. So if it's July 4th and he goes in, in that moment, he finds a way to go back. He goes back to July 4th, 12 years in the past. And he has the ability to stay there as long as he wants, which we see an episode where he doesn't really want to go back because he loves it so much. And I think that's kind of cool that he's just enjoying his life as a teenager because who wouldn't want to go and live a life as a teenager again, right? Yeah. Um, well, I think there are certain aspects, especially as you pointed out, the way he starts his life. I don't know. He says rock bottom. The way I view it is like he's a loser, but he's kind of just living a mundane life. Like you could keep going, but it's just like – there's nothing well, it seems there like, for him. It seems like he has yeah. nothing to live for, really. Yeah, he has no motivation, he for put sure. It, yeah. um, and I think uh, when you look at that, it's, yeah, and you go back and you're like, well, I could do anything because I'm a kid again. That's mm -hmm. like, yeah, going from being an adult who, you know, hasn't really made any... <laughs> trying to maintain of, a job and trying to... Well, who hasn't made the most of their opportunities and kind of has a dead-end job and doesn't have a great apartment or yeah. any of that stuff... And then it's like, 
Yeah, going back and being like, well, all the opportunities are available to me. Yeah, a lot of people would be pumped about that. Yeah. yeah. And that's really just like the idea of being able to go back in time. Again, he doesn't – he does that every now and then. He's just like, oh, I get to live my life. But at some point he realizes his mission is to better his and his friend's life because he realizes that things did go south as soon as he left his friends and his his girlfriend. Well, um, and I think the other thing that I like – we're kind of talking about the big – optics of the big picture yeah, here. Yeah. The thing that I enjoy about this show is it shows how some of the littler things that a person can do can have a big impact. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because, you know, I didn't really think this much about it. I kind of sped-watched the first three episodes, and if I'm if I'm being completely honest, there's if you're, like, looking for, like, a big, intense thing... I mean, I think there's like one good fight scene, and I hesitate to call it good. A fight scene. I, I hesitate to call it good because it's basically Takamichi getting the crap kicked out of him. But yeah, there's. Uh, I think it shows that despite the fact that he's only doing little things, like he's just in the fight scene, he just keeps getting back up again, and that really motivates people. Now, I mean, you can critique it and be like, "Oh, that wouldn't happen in the real world," but I, I mean, we all like that idea of just like. You know, he didn't he didn't do anything, he didn't beat up the other guy, but by the by his own courage and by his own, you know, not being willing to give up his drive, he found a way to kind of change things for his friends in a very yeah in a very large way. And it was it a sh- it, yeah. it kinda it like you said, it, it it shows the impact of human connection, right? Of of like just the simplest thing of like, hey, I no longer am friends with these people by design. Like these people went down a different path, or I made friends with this per- person in specific, it caused him to go down a different path rather than this. It's the butterfly effect, right? Well, I think for me, it's more like it would have been one thing if the anime had just been like he knew he had to beat up this guy because this guy did a really bad thing. I think like the first bully, where they basically got him in a fight ring, it would have been a really easy path for the manga anime to take to just be like. He trains really hard in the future, comes back, and he uses his martial arts to kick the guy's ass. It would have been a really easy way to take yeah. Instead, they're just like, no, he's not that. He's not a superhero. He just gets the crap kicked out of him. But because he's willing to stand up to the guy and just take a beating, essentially, and not give up... Uh, yeah, I up, mean, spoiler, he saves his friend from stabbing that guy in the future. And I was like, yeah, he, wow. Not only that, sad. but he inspires yeah. the the head honcho to kind of look at him and be like, hey, you're interesting. Yeah. Let me involve you in my life. And yeah, that so, ultimately changes the impact. And you'll see through the episodes that that changes the head honcho dude. Like, right. Uh, because Takamichi has an, an opportunity to involve himself with this person. And, and again, that's what I was saying, like the human connection of yeah. like how are you – how involved are you with people? Like what do you do? Every single decision that you do could impact something. Well, could. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Yeah, and I can't. mean I guess that's the key thing for me is I guess it doesn't take the easy path, which again would just be make your character really take advantage of the fact that he can – Travel back and forth in time and become overpowered. No, he's he's still just a guy. He's just you know he's using the skills that he has as a person. Yeah, yeah he's just using the skills yeah. and the knowledge that he's time traveling. He's not using any like other advantage. Like, hey, I'm bringing back this in time. I'm going to prepare for something in time. No, yeah, it's just no. like I'm going to try to make a different decision. Yeah. than I did before with better intel. And I do like it. It's it's I. This is one of my favorite animes. Uh, just because of the nature, I guess, 
it's a good balance between like depressing because there is an episode that's kind of heavy and kind of lighthearted because this guy gets to enjoy his childhood again. And I mean, everyone, like I said, everyone would want to do that. Everyone would want to see their childhood friends and be in a careless state again. Oh, and yeah. huh. it's really nice to see sometimes. And it's also nice to see the development of Takamichi, the main character, because he develops quickly. He goes from essentially a crybaby who doesn't want to do shit to someone who has a mission and wants to try their best. Even though they aren't the physically best, they aren't the most mentally best, they just have the, they just have the advantage of knowing what's going to end up happening, and they have yeah. to avoid Well, that. and he doesn't even really know that to an extent. He That's just, true. He because knows, he's, it's a mystery at the end of the day, too. Yeah, that's the other thing. It, it does kind of have that mystery box aspect where it's like we know we know the end destination, but we don't know about the journey. Well, I think and because it's gang-related, I yeah. think because he, he ends up getting a um, like a friend who knows about his time travel that's in the police. Yeah. So he knows a lot of intel on the gang that, that grew up and ended up doing this evil act of killing his girlfriend. Right. Um, but I still think because it's gang activity, they tell you certain information, but it's not very accurate. You find out in one episode, they're like, oh, yeah, this guy died. But you actually find out through like in, in interviewing and them going back in the past that he did die, but for completely different reasons, and I, they I, don't know why. I also did enjoy that they don't skim out on the gang violence because there's a lot of things oh, yeah. that they would be very cartoony about like, oh, they're just – you know, Yakuza, oh, they're crazy – they have, I think it's like the second episode where they go into like, uh, yeah, one of the police officers that was tailing the gang like got murdered and had his eye like gouged through with a film of the murder. And I was like, damn, that's well, fucking the, crazy. Yeah, the fourth episode, like rival gangs, one of them like beat up a dude and then beat up his girlfriend and raped his girlfriend. Yeah, so it gets intense. pretty serious. Like they, they, they're not shying away from the fact that these gangs are just gangs. They're not just high school kids being bullies. These are gangs that take it seriously. Right. And I did not expect that either. When I saw so, that, I'm like, wow, this got this got hot real quick. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where this one goes. This I, one I um I may pick up the manga because it's further along. Like I said, it's about 200 chapters. Um, and actually, I just learned recently that there may there is a live action film in process and is may come Netflix? out um i don't know i don't okay, know what it is netflix is doing a lot of stuff and i'm yeah not I'm, that ho- I'm not that interested because literally every live action anime film that i've seen has been kind of meh but i think this one could actually work because it's literally just a time travel it kind of has story. that aspect where it could yeah there's yeah. so many time travel stories that have been adapted to like normal ter- series or whatever so i think this could work but it'd be interesting to see where it goes but apparently it comes out like this summer so like within the next couple months so be on the uh, lookout for i won't hold my breath no yeah more. i'm not gonna be i'm i'm going to watch the anime uh pretty pretty religiously i like it it's very cool the opening is pretty awesome i know you said you don't you're not necessarily a fan i'm a big fan of the ending yeah. okay the ending is great too the opening i think i really like because it's a little different it's a very like kind of jazzy piano-y thing and it's not like super guitar-y um but it's uh, it's cool. I like it. It's actually called Crybaby, so it kind of like plays off the fact that the main character is a bitch. Yeah, um, a little bit. So yeah. I like that, or at least started out as a bitch. So um, I recommend Tokyo Revengers. It's been fun. All right. So next up, why don't you tell us about Higahiro, man? Oh yeah, my favorite. Um, so the oh, yeah, next one we watched was Higahiro. Both of our um, favorites. So I forgot God. what the full title is. It's something like I shaved my beard and found a high schooler on the street. Okay, so first off, this is my first problem with the anime. It's bullshit because he never shaves his beard. It's oh, like, that's right. Yeah, he. I think. Well, it's no, like, he does. He never has a full beard, but he shaves his face. 
He didn't shave his face. He does. Before he picks okay, up the girl. This but is in the manga, he does, right? Because the title is, I shaved my face and then I brought home a high schooler or something along those lines. And guess what? Totally, total bullshit. This anime is garbage. Fuck this thing. So to start off, yeah. I can't I mean, believe. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll talk about it later. Okay, anyway. so yeah, this guy's, this guy's heated. Logan is heated just because the guy didn't shave his face. It's fucking bullshit. So we're already starting off bad. As a man who shaves. A total disrespect. Yeah, you can't go talking around like, oh, yeah, I shaved. Like, no. Some of us have to shave every day. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. This is the torture we have to deal with. And if you go around saying nonchalantly that you shaved when you really didn't, then that's just a mockery of the I, rest of I us. do like that they stayed at the end of the first episode. He's like, yeah, you know, shaving, not shaving is like basically showing that you give up on life. How do you feel about whoa, that? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I don't shave at all, really. I, I've got a beard, and I, I kind of keep it well-maintained. I mean, I guess I do shave to kind of keep it yeah, maintained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Higahiro is the short... Uh, I like how we spent five minutes talking yeah, about shaving. Okay. So, Higahiro, the synopsis is Yoshida, who is the main character, um, starts off in the story where he confesses his love to his crush and is rejected. So he ends up getting drunk, and he ends up going home. And as he's going home, he finds he comes across a high school girl on the street. Since he's intoxicated, he talks to her and he invites her back to his house to stay the night for shelter purposes in a completely platonic way, saying, hey, if you need a place to stay, you can stay with me. The girl offers – she says, oh, that's cool, but she also offers to sleep with him immediately right off the bat. No. But Yoshida says, no, you can stay. But essentially the story is the next morning he finds out she's there. He freaks out because she's underage. She's apparently 17. Um, and she keeps kind of offering sexual payment. And he's like, no, I'm not into that. I'm, he apparently is 29 or 28. And he's like, no, nah, that's cool. I'm not he was into like that. 30 something. Yeah, he's close to 30. But she's underage. He's a full grown adult. But essentially it's the story of them living together because he makes a pact with her or he ends up offering for her to stay if she does chores and maintains the house and kind of cooks for him and stuff like that. So all our listeners out there, I apologize if this runs long. I've got a lot of bad things to say about this one and i got a lot of good things to say about the nest anime we discussed. So, but yeah, I mean, this... Okay, so I'm not going to totally shit on it. I'll get the good things out of the way. Yeah, start from it's, the top. It's Just... a... It's a cute idea, um, and it's a fun kind of, let's say, idealistic anime, which is kind of nice this season because there's a lot of dramas. There's a lot of uber crazy ones. This is just kind of like nice people um, who are, you know, uh, I guess just overall they're very positive. They're not doing anything bad. Obviously, they've each got their own personality quirks, and they've each got their demons they got to deal with. But overall... These are people that care about each other. They're positive, and they seem to be having positive impacts on each other's lives. So that's nice to see. I mean, compared to a lot of the other anime, there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of drama, and there's a lot of depressing stuff going on around uh, the rest of this. But yeah, I mean, obviously the subject's a little touchy. You're dealing with a. I, I think in Japan the age rules are different and guess what i don't care like in, <laughs> over here that is an underage girl and he is definitely like what 12 years older than her at least so um that's uh yeah having that go on having him take just some random girl off the street back home with him 
is definitely a questionable thing. Um, and I guess uh, before I start getting into it, Ozzy, do you want what do you want to say about this? Go ahead. Well, I will say the first few episodes were really strange. I think the first two episodes because the girl, her, her name is Suya Sayu Sayu. Yeah. Um, she obviously has issues because. She's straightforward about – she's not a prostitute, but she essentially straightforward about this whole sexual thing. She's like, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you in sexual favors or whatever. Well, she's clearly dealt with some like Yeah, but you find out that she well, – you find out that she has a past. Um, in the few episodes that I've watched, you don't get into detail of it, but you know that she's got issues. Um, but it's just very strange for me to, to look at that because – they don't shy away from showing things like you know her unbutting herself or getting a crotch shot. Obviously, this is not hentai, so you're not seeing things. But it's just a little bit too much with me knowing that she's underage. Yeah. Uh, so for me personally, so but I know people can look past that. But the one thing I will say is that I am glad that they're talking about a topic like this, which is obviously sexual abuse or sexual, uh, what's it called, like trauma to the point where you have these tr- not triggers but like these outward uh actions that are uh reactions to it like she, i think she's being sexual because she has issues not because she chooses to be because she's had issues this is the only way she knows how to deal with them and i think that's a very important topic because that that it that happens in real life right. a lot of times you know that is something that's important. It's like, that's the only way I know how to deal with this situation. Uh, for sure, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I can completely understand that being well, a real that's thing. Also, that's and also I, something that happens with people with violence. You know, Some yeah, people, that's, that's like that's the only way I know how to deal with this. Exactly. Situation. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very important topic to look at. It's just very uncomfortable sometimes for me to watch. But I will say the first few episodes were like that. But I think the later, the third or fourth and fifth episode, they've kind of backed off on that, and they've uh, focused more on the guy, the main character. But there's also flaws in that aspect too, which so. we'll talk about. Um, so outside of the whole sexual thing, I see where they're going for. I appreciate what they're going for. It's a little cringy sometimes, but I can deal with that. So first off, I do want to touch on that. Again, I'm not. I'm going to try not to draw this out because I've got a lot to say. Um, first off, I don't like how this anime tries to have it both ways. Sorry, yes. It's really annoying to me uh, that essentially... You're dealing with an anime, an anime that's trying to tell you like, oh, you know, it's bad to sexualize these girls and you shouldn't be sleeping around and yada, yada, yada. And the main character is a good person for doing that. But at the same time, you're dealing with an anime that's giving you all these shots of like, let's show you this girl's panties laying down on the street. Oh, let's show you this girl in her underwear up here. Oh, you walked over here. Let's or, give you another panty yeah, or shot. focus on this girl's boobs yeah, for like half the episode, right? It's just like you can't you – can't, pretend like you're being sensitive to these girls emotions and then like so overtly sexualizing, sexualizing them yeah. it's like that that drove me nuts especially in i think like episode three where she just strips down and it's kind of like you're saying she has essentially a period where she's really worried he's going to abandon her so she goes she basically strips down in nothing in her but her underwear and tries to uh seduce him and he obviously says no, but – and I don't have a problem with the scene itself, but, like, they just take all these shots of, like, let's show you her tits. Let's show you her ass. Let's show you all these different scenes. That's, show definitely, you. that's definitely a, and it's an just like thing. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a big like, thing. They, they don't shy away from that, which I appreciate, but at the same time, 
I appreciate that they are consistent with that, but I don't appreciate as a viewer if that I makes think, sense. Right? I think if this is so, let me put it this way: if this is the art form you're going for, and your message is it's bad to sexualize an underage girl, which seems to be one of the key messages, then don't sexualize an underage girl. It's like it seems pretty straightforward. That's true. So I mean, you can yeah. You could literally just show her in her underwear, and I get the message. I get that she's got issues, that she's trying to be sexy. You don't need to show me her bosom. You don't need to zoom in on her ass or zoom in on her tits. Like, I get it. Okay. So, yeah, I will say that that, that's a gripe of mine. Another issue that I think we've talked about is that the guy is written really generically because um, this essentially is written so far what I feel like is almost a harem because every girl that's introduced is – in love or is interested in Yoshida, the main guy, like one of his coworkers, you'll find out that someone else in the in the workplace is interested in him. Obviously, this girl that he invited, Sayu, finds some kind of interest in him later down the road. Yeah, and then some maybe some girl that she just met somehow maybe like exactly. interested in him. I don't know. It's just like every girl is somehow interested in this dude, but like that's not the story I'm here to watch. I don't care about the main character. On his own, I care about his interactions with Sayu and her issues. Yeah, and I think that's also kind of the thing is that it seems to focus on the wrong character. Um, At least so far, just in the yeah. first few episodes that we watched. I mean, I, again, I'll, I'll try and shorten this up because there's a, I, I got a ton of gripes with this one. I mean, not to mention, you talked about all the girls that are into him, uh, but... Despite that, and despite them basically throwing himself, like, yeah, what did you think about that when his coworker like hugged him and was like, yeah, I'm like I would like to be with you, and he's just like, stop it, don't don't do that. I was yeah, like, well, that's why. What, what is wrong with you, man? I made a Come note that on. all these girls are really basic. Like, yeah, I mean, the only one that has any interest is Sayu because she has her issues and she's trying to work through them. But like, her coworker essentially throws herself at him, and he's like, "No, let's not do this." And she's still like in love. It's with still him. way into him. Um, I was like, "Can't get a hint." Apparently, her, her his boss is like a complicated story. Yeah, and it's just like, like, can we not just get like girls that are introduced that somehow add to the story, but aren't in love with our main character? Yeah, like girls have more value than that. At least I see it, and I think that's where Sayu fits in. But I think at the end of the day, I think. Sai is going to end up maybe. Yeah, I think he's going to for, for a story that's so complex or should be so complex about the female situation and what they're dealing with. It's a very male centric take where it's basically like, like you said, it's a dude in a harem who's nice. I don't even. I hesitate to call him like nice. Even well, though he's that's, labeled nice by every girl that, he meets, but. I will say one of the positives is the guy realizes he's not nice. He's just a decent person because he yeah, says that I in mean, the anime. He, he says just, that to the girl. He's, he's like – just not sleeping yeah, with beca- this girl. Yeah, because Sayu is like, crazy. why are you so nice? And, and uh, Yoshida says, I'm not nice. It's just everyone you've met is terrible. I'm just decent. Like I'm just doing the right I, thing. I will or, say it does take an extra step to be like, here, you can stay at my place and I won't sleep with you or whatever. Well, I guess the not sleeping with you is kind of aside from the point. It's another thing to go and find somebody in the street and take them and let them stay in your house with you. But yeah, everything else he does is just completely just a normal, decent guy. Yeah, I mean, I think is, yeah. I mean, besides, like you said, besides the fact of inviting an underage person into your house, um, because there are ways to go about that. You could just call the police and you know yeah. figure that out on their own and not have to worry about it. Because she didn't say, "Hey, don't call the police." 
He just immediately, like, you can stay here. I think he asked about that later, and it came up, but Uh yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he asked about it later, and she was like, yeah, I don't want to go back home. And that was part of it. But, yeah, initially he just took her home. That was kind of weird. But, yeah. It is uh, is an interesting story. I think it's one where I think I'll do what you said about 86, and I will come back to it and watch it. Once I can watch more episodes and just I will not watch it week to week because I'm not that interested so far with the characters and the story. Um, obviously, like I said, the topic is is an intriguing topic because it is a very important thing. But I just don't know where it's going, and I'm not interested in the characters per se right now. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really care. So about this one. I'm, I'm not I am also okay, and this is my. And I, I, it, is, it apparently is very popular with people. Because it's been in the top five for a long time, I, at least for discussion purposes. I don't want to be a dick to people online. I think this is a very big thing for younger people or people who are inexperienced with romance or people who are struggling with romance. Because it's an it's a we in a weird way it is a power fantasy to be like a if fantasy. I am a if I am a nice person, girls will just be really into me. And I have I'm like, a girl who is, who's yeah. always at my beck and call and does my chores and stuff like that. Yeah, and maybe and at like, one point I can sleep with her. And I mean, like, I'm not, I don't know, maybe I'm not are. saying that's the case because it does have its little interesting aspects. We talked about them, but I, I do feel like I would be lying if I said that that wasn't an aspect of what people are enjoying about the show. Um, yeah, so fun stuff. I mean, I am shocked that you rated this like no, no, I did, I did not rate it. This is ratings I got uh, either from my anime list or other ratings uh, locations, and this wow. is rated as 7.5 to an 8. I think it was rated to like a 7.6, so I usually kind of give it some leeway wow, uh, each way. I thought it was your rating. No, okay. no. I mean, my rating, right now, I'd probably give it a 6. Uh, I don't think it's terrible, um, but... Again, I'll, uh, I'll look back into it. It's, it's my least favorite of the four, and I think it's my least favorite of all... Well, I, I completely dropped the 300 slime level bullshit, but this is my least favorite of the ones that I've watched recently. Okay, so let's talk about your favorite. So, Vivi. No, let's talk about your favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite. Well, Vivi. let's talk about my favorite, though. What's, what's your favorite, Vivi? Probably Vivi. Probably Vivi? Yeah. Okay, no. so uh, the next one, we'll go on to the waifu Vivi. I mean, uh, the, D, the, the AI Vivi. Um, so it's called Vivi Fluorite's Ice Song. Um, I don't really know where that comes into play, but the song part comes into play because it's um, it's kind of a it's, it's not a play on it, but it's like partially like an idol kind of thing because the main character is an AI who is made to sing. She is a, essentially a singing AI, and it's based in the future where AIs have evolved so much that they got to the point where they've advanced and are now in the process of eradicating all humans. So we don't. I'm going to go ahead and say this. We already did the spoiler thing. So, yeah. It doesn't seem like they're doing it on purpose, though. It's kind of like a up-in-the-air question kind of thing. So, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it was like they were told to or they naturally came to this. Well, because it seems like they're still doing whatever their quote-unquote programs are. Like, if they're an entertainer robot, they'll do some entertainment. If they're a killer robot, they'll check up on a person, make sure they're okay. But they'll just see it's a just human like, and they'll kill Yeah, them. it's just like once they see a human, they immediately just eradicate So, yeah, them. we don't yeah. know. But we do know from the story that the rise in AI, like, uh, development caused this to be an issue because there's so many AIs now. They're so dependent on AIs, and there's no combating this because you have an AI to do everything. They all... 
the story is that every AI has one mission. So you have an AI who takes the trash out. You have an AI who entertains you. You have an AI who cleans your bathroom. You have an AI who cooks for you. So because there's an AI for everything, there's so many, and there's no way for them to win against them now. Right. Um, so the story ends up starting like that, and it's a it's not about, but the story starts because a scientist ends up sending uh, some intel slash another AI to the past, 100 years, and enlisting Vivi, and I think her name is technically Diva, Diva to Diva. start with, enlisting her to save the future by stopping certain events so that yeah. the AIs don't get so developed. So, so Diva is like her actual program name. Yep. Vivi was like a name that a girl that she helped on the street gave her. The, yeah. So, and she adopted yeah. it so she wouldn't be identified because she is also a very famous robot because in her time she is the first autonomous robot well i i think it anyway that, that's a whole other discussion i think she adopted because she like just has a caring emotions that was the first time that's true but i think they, they made a point that they're like hey you don't want to be recognized so yeah uh, they go with Vivian. because she uh because she is an ai she doesn't age so yeah. you find out through the couple episodes that she doesn't time travel but time skips just because she like every mission or every episode it may be like 15 years apart or five years apart so uh this ai that was brought back into the past it ends up becoming like a teddy bear because yeah. it, it, it's like a very it uploads itself it's a very to a virtual like yeah. ai it can do whatever yeah. it wants really because it's so advanced it uploads itself into a robot into a bear like you said um and like the first episode they meet and he convinces her to try to save the future. The second episode is 15 years later because he goes to sleep for 15 years. Because no, third episode. Third episode, excuse me. Second episode is a continuation of the story. Yeah. Uh, third episode is 15 years later because the mission is really to stop certain events. Yeah, 100 years this, in the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this certain event didn't happen for 15 years. So yeah. I think that's a very intriguing way to look at it uh, yeah, and to, to will, write a story. So the first thing I want to say... Terminator franchise could learn a lot from uh, Vivi. I, I love it. So yeah. far. Yeah. But it does have a lot of Terminator aspects where it's, it's like, hey, we're dirty. going back to the past. Robots take over. We need to stop it. We got to fix it. And yeah. there's a robot who goes back in time to try to stop it. Yeah, yeah. So it's very Terminator-like. It's but Vivi is way more badass than, than the Terminator. I think the fact that... And way more waifu material. Well, obviously. Uh, so, uh, you know... I, God, I've got so much I like about this show. So first off, I want to talk about this. Vivi, despite not actually being a female, she's probably one of the best female protagonists I've seen in an anime in, like, God, years? Decades, maybe? I don't know. Well, like, I can't think of the last really good one that's just a female protagonist and is not, like, also, like, what's the word? Uh, slash bait, like, yeah, they're like hentai bait or something. Yeah, they're just waifu material. Yeah. Which she is because she's... Well, she, but for me, she is because she is she has such a personality and she's done a bunch of well, badass I stuff. Guess, Not I guess, because she's basic and is just good looking. I guess that's my key thing is that she never, like, they're never exposing her clothes, you know, they're never showing her in a sexual way. She's just a girl and she's, you know, she's really smart and intelligent. Well, she's Smart might be a stretch because she is an AI. I don't know. She's how that designed works. to be smart. Well, yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. saying. Like she's one of a kind. At least when she started, but she's she's, the first she's motivated. Person. She's driven. She has like she has a lot of thoughts about her situation, and it, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think, and I don't think she's ever shown to just be like, you know, a sexual thing. Oh yeah, yeah. No. They yeah. haven't done that at all, and I like that. 
Um, it's all action-based. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of mystery because they're trying to solve... Whatever happens. Every, every episode seems to be like an event that yeah. causes something ripple down the line and causes ultimately this uh, AI uprising. So they're trying to stop certain events from happening either by killing someone or by stopping something. And um, yeah, so far Vivi has been great as a female protagonist. Um, I think they wrote the story well because they gave the... AI, they didn't complicate it by saying AIs are completely like free-willed. They make AIs one-mission AIs. They make every AI have a single mission and say, this is your duty, and that helps the story not get too complicated. That helps the AIs kind of stick to their life. But it also does deal with the kind of more complicated aspects of philosophy where it's like, so what does that mean for your mission? I think well, the I way think of the that way... That allows you to, to yeah. interpret it as much as you the want, way, especially but, depending on the oh, mission. Come on, man. I got cocky. Come on. I mean, but yeah, I mean, like with Vivi, it's like... Because all her mission is is to sing and make people happy. And the reason she is able to do all these things for the future is she kind of expands upon her mission to be like, well, in order to make people happy, I have to keep people alive, alive right, to yeah. do that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they define her mission as... Not only to sing, but to make them happy through singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So they could easily just say, like, you are a singing robot. That's all you do. You just sing. Yeah. But they added that caveat of making them happy, so she's allowed to kind of expand and develop her mission a little bit more widespread, right? Right. Now, I so will say... They, they did a good job of writing that. I will say they added a lot. They could have just saved a lot of time if they had just put in Asimov's three rules and be like, don't... Kill anybody. Yeah. Don't do they it. They could have saved a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, we wouldn't have much of a story in that case. Yeah. <laughs> but as I'm saying, it allows the story to develop, but it also limits the story a little bit to not to question how did the robots get there? Because obviously they have their mission. They yeah. wouldn't go against their mission, at least what we know of so far. What caused them to turn? And you start questioning, like, was it somebody else who did it? Or did something go haywire? What was it because right. of what we know? Right? Well, and it does, like I said, I mean, Vivi is a very interesting character because she's also kind of, well, like, she's got a good contrast between the AI they sent back, whose name honestly escapes me. I can never remember. Matsumoto. I was, I was thinking of him as Watley from, uh, from uh, Portal 2. But anyway. Yes, um, his companion cube he's is got, he's, he's definitely got that look. But anyway. Matsumoto. Really? Look, he is a companion He's cube. He's a companion cube. Um, but anyway, Matsumoto is a very utilitarian kind of guy where he's like, my goal is to stop this from happening. And to do that, I have to stop this. So all I have to do is stop this. Whereas Vivi is much more... Um, she's more of... She thinks a lot more about things. She's like... I think in the second arc, as you were touching on, they've kind of got this character and they're like, okay, this... This uh, AI is going to crash a big tour cruise into like that's in space into uh, the planet Earth, and we got to stop it. And, of course, Watley's thought is like, Matsumoto's thought is like, we're, we're going to just, let's just shut her down, then we won't have to deal with this problem. And then, but Vivi's like, well, what would actually cause her to do something like that? Yeah, it's a very human-like uh, reaction, yeah, right? And yeah. it's just like you forget she's an AI. Yeah, she's exactly. A, she's a completely an AI, so it is interesting to see that because you start seeing through the episodes that there's there's connections between Vivi and each character. 
Well, and it, again, I think that's the part that fascinates me the most about the show. The action's great. There's a lot of good action. The animation is top tier, the, too. The story wow, is, it is amazing. The story is, and I mean, I know you didn't get a chance to really hit on this, but you've got it in your notes. The story is to- totally original. I don't know where they came up with yeah, it. Yeah, it is an original. There is no manga. It is completely original. It is by the same dude who did RE0 or whatever you pronounce it. RE0, Zero. yeah. Um, and apparently it's a side project. This is a side project. So people are like, wow, if this is a side project, then, you know. Yeah, and the art's fantastic. Oh, the animation is just top. They have, like, certain stills where, like, she'll, like, jump through the air and they'll stop and zoom in on her face. And it's just so well done. And it's just uh, it's just wonderful. You'll see, like, shards I, of glass to the very fine yeah. detail. It's I, just so wonderful. I personally love the scenes where they, like, zoom in on her face. Yeah, that's see the eyes, yep. which might be the fluoride eyes. And her eyes are, like, eyes. glowing, right? Because, yeah. like, she has, like, AI eyes. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, that might be the fluoride eyes they're talking about. But, yeah, those, okay. are, those are great. Um, but, yeah, um, I think what really gets me, though, and why I keep coming back to it, is there's so many fun philosophical questions about what's going on in this series about what makes an ai why do they develop the way they do you know how do they yeah. go about solving and really, problems in the first five episodes they really haven't answered that they're just doing missions and not really talking about where it leads to they're just like hey it does lead to this but well, like and uh, yeah i mean i god i love this they'll, so, they'll so get nice. there they'll get there well uh, the other part of it and i think we talked about this other on the disc golf course uh, one of my things is like you get into it and you're like, so I know they're doing this for a good cause, but is this really a good thing that you're doing? Like, I think the first one, they're saving a guy because if he dies, then a bill to give AIs rights will get passed. And I'm like, in a normal story, that probably wouldn't be a bad thing, but why is this a, so why are we trying to stop it? I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's like, so there's all these kind of like, is is this a good thing we're doing that this is yeah. happening? And yeah, like we've seen Vivi will go on both sides of the law depending on the circumstance or quote-unquote law. I don't know. Yeah. Just, she's kind of like a rebel to begin with, so doing whatever it takes. But yeah, it's it's interesting. So Yeah, it is very interesting. Great story. I, I don't have many – I don't have very many negative things to think about when it comes to this. The only negative I had, we talked about this, was the – I mean, I know the villain is technically the future, but there is technically a antagonist um, who is associated with almost every other episode where he kind of wants to create – he wants to bring down the AIs. Yeah. But I think in doing so, he causes the AIs to uprise. So that's kind of why they want – they're kind well, of against each other. We don't know yet. We don't know. That's what yeah. I think, and that's why they're against each other. And the, this character, he – he hasn't really developed much in the first few episodes, and he's been involved in a lot of episodes with Vivi, and he, Vivi has such an impact on him because she's been through every major event in his life for the last 30 years, and robots aren't supposed to do that. Yeah. You know, AIs are supposed to just do their mission, and he's, co- he's completely confounded why she's involved with this. Right. But he doesn't really develop as a character, and that's the only negative I have is that he just seems kind of one-dimensional, and he doesn't do anything to contribute to the story besides offering a, a obstacle. Yeah, it is. They, I guess the, the problem is more of a ticking clock. There isn't really a quote. There isn't really a great antagonist, and I think that that can make it difficult because uh, obviously some of these episodes have to have antagonists. The second arc right. would, I mean, would be... Right, you have many antagonists, I the, would say. Yeah, the second arc would be a lot more boring if you didn't have an antagonist because then they would just be like, hey, 
Don't crash their spaceship. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it feels like a mission yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thing, right? Yeah, but so, uh, I'm assuming they'll get to it. They'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But uh, we'll we'll see. I I think overall it's pretty good. But I think uh, yeah, it's obviously got some holes, and I'm hoping they kind of zip up. They get a little tighter as we get closer to yeah. the end of the story. I think overall it is one of it is my favorite one. Um, I think between this and Nagatoro, which is another one that I'm big on. It is oh. my favorite, um, we, we and it's highly rated. It is an 8.5 to 9. I think across the board, it's been on top of everyone's discussion board in on, on the subreddit. I think a lot of people are, love it. Um, it it's original story, one, so it's cool to see that. The one thing we didn't talk about that uh, I actually wanted to talk about, but I got distracted about the philosophy. Fucking opening, man. And it's sung by the actual voice actors. Oh, yes. That's even oh cooler, God. right? So the opening <laughs> is another top-tier opening. It's one of my favorite ones, too. Great song. Um, and it's sung by the actual voice actor of Vivi, so that's even cooler. And the actual song has a play in the anime. It's not just an opening. It's yeah. part of the story. And it's cool. Because, and it makes sense because, obviously, Vivi, Diva, is an idol-like yeah. character. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we love this one. I think this is one that I can't wait every week to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the story is kind of a bummer because it all... Uh, it leads to like the death it, of humans. It, it has it it's, has some it has down notes. I yeah, think this but, one's an interesting roller coaster for sure. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. Uh, Matsumoto not only is what leads the story, but he's also kind of a comedic relief sometimes because he's, also, he's a teddy bear. Yeah, he you know he kind of like makes little stabs and stuff like that. So. It's it's, well, it's a good, and that's the other thing is he can also be kind of an antagonist because he does that is true. some dick. Him and Vivi he does some serious dick moves. to yeah. Vivi. Yeah. him and Vivi are come at odds sometimes because Vivi is technically her original mission sometimes goes against her new mission, right. and you find that especially in episode five, you find that being kind of the the biggest impact on her. Yeah, but I, I personally always go back to episode two, where like. Yeah, you know, she wants to save her friend. That plane explodes, and that basically changes the tone of the whole anime True. from that point on. Um, but anyway, yeah, definitely uh, go watch. It's a must watch um, for this season. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, song opening is great in general. It's, great. it's it's a really good show. Um, so, but that's about all we got to say. Go watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, next up. So do we want to? Do you want to cover any of this other stuff, or you well, want to? Well, I'll just go in quickly. Other stuff that I've watched that I would recommend, um, or at least that I really enjoy, um, that we didn't get a chance to really review. Another big one that's that's kind of controversial is the Nagatoro one. Don't toy with me, Nagatoro. Well, um, we can always come back to this next week. We yeah, we can come back to, to it next week. But go watch it. Very good. And then I recently watched, finished all of Jujutsu Kaisen. Very good. So, um, so Jiu-Jitsu is probably the top shonen. It's oh, interesting. I can't, I can't see why it wouldn't be. It's interesting because this one, at least from a manga standpoint, the creator has taken the decision to kind of like give it a quick end. So it's like it's already, I love that. I love it's already that. on the verge of ending, even though it's like only I didn't know that a hundred or fifty or so chapters yeah. in. So I, I look at the actual. It might I'm be, excited for that because yeah. I like stuff that's short, sweet, and to the point. Um, but there's a movie coming out apparently for one of the middle arcs. They're pulling kind of a, a demon slayer I, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I think there's so like. I'm a, interested to see what they're doing there. I think it's like a prequel, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and and uh, with one of the most powerful characters, Nagatoro. Obviously, we kind of talked about that already, but it's controversial because uh, if you couldn't tell by the title, "Don't Toy with Me, Nagatoro," there is kind of 
some bullying. They are playful, some like playful jabbing. Yeah, between underage high schoolers, and yeah. there in, in that jabbing, there are sexual innuendos. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it's just sometimes. straight jabbing. Yeah. Well, it starts out very heavy in the jabbing, but then it really, it, it then it turns into a relationship building slash slice of life story, and that's where I think I kind of fell in love with the story. I, I think the manga is a better start for this because you can kind of get through the harder chapters much quicker. The anime, it takes you like an episode or two. Yeah, that's true. The manga, I think like by chapter three or four, you're past kind of the really questionable stuff. And actually, yeah, it's kind of... It's a very it's, wholesome story. It's, it's actually pretty wholesome. It's pretty heartwarming. Yeah. yeah so I, I wouldn't knock it. It's the thing I like to end on every week. I like yeah. to feel good and warm and fuzzy, and that's a good one. So Yeah. Um, and uh, some other stuff we'll throw out there. Um, stuff that you've been reading. I'm going to talk about these more in another episode, but since you got it on the list, I'll go ahead and say, so uh, I think most of these are actually getting anime releases, except Aruma, because it's already, already there. that one. But it's, it's kind of getting some trending popularity, yeah. I think. So Chainsaw Man is by the same guy who did Fire Punch. Uh, Ozzy, what do you know about Chainsaw Man? I know nothing, dude. It It is a very... Very strange take on protagonist shonen. I have a hard time even describing it because it's basically about a guy who gets. I mean, I could say that the plot is just the guy becomes half demon and it's a chainsaw demon that he was like good friends with, but I'm really selling the plot short because yeah, this is one of those stories where it really is about the characters and how they act and how they are constantly behaving so erratically because you know you get your story and you're like oh I've, I've seen this stuff before I know how this is going to go no this is these characters are kind of completely just strange the art's crazy it's it's fun um, Komi-san that's another anime Chainsaw Man's getting an anime Komi-san's a good an one that's another one Komi-san can't communicate, basically. Oh, she's... that's the one she can't communicate. Okay, I saw the advertisement for her, where yeah. she literally can't communicate well, so she like makes friends with this guy in high school and essentially yeah. communicates through a black chalkboard. Or yeah, chalkboard. well, she, she learns or to... other ways. Right. She starts to develop better, but yeah, it's it's a cute little... It looks cute and interesting. It's a slice of life, and Hell I think... Yeah, I'm in. Manga, it's definitely caught on. It's one of the most popular, if not the most popular, on the internet right cool. now. So well, it, it'll be good. So, alrighty. With so, that, speaking we'll, of manga, we can go into our re review this week of the Duke of Death and his huge knocker maid. Um, so yeah, you uh, you requested this one last week and. I read it and it's funny. I actually enjoyed the. Well, I gave you the option to be. Clear. No, I gave you, you gave me the option, and because you compared it to Nagataro, I went with it because I like Nagataro. But this one is a completely different, not completely different. It's it's about two people that obviously are into each other, but in this story, they are they they know each other and they are they know are, they, they are, are into already each other. deeply yeah. in love with and they're also yeah. adults. Um, or more adults. I actually, they, I don't know if they ever say their age, but anyway, yeah. They, I looked it they, up. They're they're at least eighteen. Oh, okay. Well, um, there you go. All but right. they, the, the the similarities are the maid or the female character teases the male character, um, and in this story, 
the reason why is because this the guy, the Duke of Death, is called the Duke of Death because he has this ability that was bestowed onto him by a witch curse. where he yeah, curse. cursed technically, not ability. Uh, where he cannot touch anything because if he does, he kills it. If it's a living object, it will die. So if it's a flower, it'll die. If it's a person, it'll die. If it's a animal, tree, it'll, it'll die. die. The tree. So they're love with they're in love with each other. His maid loves him, but she teases him by getting close to him. He's like, "Get away! What are you doing?" Or by undressing half away. Very sexual things. They're adults, so I'm completely okay with it. It's funny, um, but. Every chapter is kind of like an episode where it's a completely different story. It doesn't really, it hasn't really developed yet, and I don't know how it develops. Uh, so I will say, besides the relationship, it has certain arcs where there's like a story clearly going on, but uh, for the most part, yeah, it's kind of just one shot chapter. And I like that. And I think yeah. that's what re- that's why I like Nagatoro. I like that it's just kind of like them building on a relationship, but every episode is different. Yeah. Every episode's like, hey, this is the kind of the joke that we're running with. And I'm excited to see that it is an anime being. I'm worried. I'm worried about the anime because it looks like they're doing nothing but 3D animation, and it looks like come on. It is the same people that did High Score Girl, and I really, really enjoyed High Score Girl. We'll see. You need to watch that if you haven't watched it. It's very good. I read the manga. Okay. We'll see. It was done. It was done well. It is a little different. I will say that. So if you're not a fan of that art style, you're not going to like it. But. I think this is something that would be cute to watch, kind of like Nagatoro, where like I want to watch it at the end of the night. It'll make me feel good. It'll be interesting and funny to watch. I don't watch it with my wife around me. Yeah, I was about to say, um, how does Emily feel about so, that? So, oh no, I, I watched like an episode of Higa Hero with her in the area. In, in no. I was like, I was like stopping was it every the, Was this the one where they took all her clothes? No, it wasn't that one. It was the job one, so there's nothing bad. But I stopped it every five minutes. But. This one, um, there are a lot of lewd things where, like, the maid will, like, half undress. You see, like, most of her breasts, but you I don't see like, the hot spots. They don't, they don't even wait. I think, like, in the seventh chapter, they literally get into one of those where it's, like, I think he can't sleep, so he goes to see yeah, her in she's her like naked and in she's, her room. Completely she's naked. like, come in. Whoa, you're naked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are funny situations. Um, obviously, they're dramatic, but they're, I mean... Yeah, it's they, obviously they, they never show the naughty bits. I will they, say. they don't show anything. Yeah. So, but it is funny, and they're like I said, it's adults, so I think it's a little bit more appropriate because they're actually in love with each other, not teasing. Each, they are teasing each other, but um, yeah, I well, will. Say, she's teasing him. He has no ability to tease her. I will say, for me, the manga got much more interesting when they started introducing the new characters, um, which you, I know, haven't gotten to yet, but not yet i mean I'm on this like one, chapter 12 I think. this one is yeah i would say this is a great little fun one that's fun week to week uh it's on chapter it's almost on chapter 200 now and yeah it's cool i haven't every week i get excited to read this one because it's just kind of lighthearted fun i, I don't yeah. really have much else to say about it i recommend yeah. it if you're into if you're into like something i guess that style of like slice of life slash romance because it is a romance thing um, then definitely look this up if you're interested in Nagataro in any ways. This is something else to look into. Um, the anime's coming out, so you can obviously watch it, but there's many chapters to pick up on. So I, I do like it. I may continue with it. I'll definitely watch the anime. Yep. All right. So, so I guess is it time for my recommendation? Yes, as long as there's no more emo dudes and huge knockers. Oh, okay. You don't like you don't like the big knockers, huh? Okay. Uh, you just don't like the emo. I played the fifth. Okay, yeah. All right, fair enough. You're more of an ass man. I get it. That is actually that is actually a joke that comes up I mean, in a later. That's a that's a joke that comes up in a later okay. chapter. Like, anyway, what is your recommendation? But yeah, no. So uh, my recommendation this week, 
Uh, now, this one's got different translations for the title. I think the official translation of the manga that the serial, the serialization team is going with is like Freyren After Journey's End. But when it first came out online, everyone was calling it Freyren at the Funeral. At the Funeral, okay. Yeah, so this is basically a story about an elf who was a part of the hero party uh, who ended up defeating the Demon Lord. Uh, and for those who are unfamiliar with the fantasy worlds, elves live for a very, very, very long time. Uh, Multiple human lives. So, yeah, basically this deals with the fact that um, she kind of has to continue living after her uh, friends have passed on without getting too much, you know, without giving too much away. Um, cool. It's kind of like a... I view it as one of those episodics. I guess if you've ever watched one of those old TV shows, American TV shows, where it's like there's a hero and then they'll walk into town and there's some problem and then they fix it and then they go to the next town. It's kind of like that. Um, I would say it's more lighthearted, I guess closer to a slice nice. of life. I do but, like that. Those seem to be some but, of my um, I do like, and we can talk about it more next week, but uh, I think it's oh, got yeah. some It's got some of the aspects that we talked about in this week as far as what you were talking about with the human connections and Tokyo Revengers and how little things can make a big difference. And the uh, obviously the time aspects of like time kind of jumps forward and that can have a big impact thinking about you know, segments of time and time being, you know, constantly moving forward like it was in Vivi. So I really like this and it's very popular online right now. I will say for you, this might be a challenge because I'm going to say you got to read at least 15 chapters. But 15? I've usually been reading about 15 for each one anyway. Yeah, so that's fine. Because I think usually we set the limit at 10. Nah, I'm I, usually, say, I usually read a good amount. I'm going to say 15 because I think that's where the story... Um, stops being like a segment-to-segment piece and starts getting an actual, like, arc. But uh, we'll see. All right. Um, We'll see how you feel about that one. You'll have to send me the link of that title because I don't even know how to spell that dude's name. But um, that'll be good. Yeah. Well, it's a girl, but yeah, you know, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that right. Elf lady. Nice. Anyway, all right. Anything else you got for... No, I think we covered everything. Uh, sorry it was a little long-winded, but these mangas had a, these animes had a lot to talk about, and they were very interesting. I, I, you should check them out. A lot of them we yeah. recommend. Uh, a lot of them are very popular through the communities. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you guys have any questions, yeah. remember you can always email us at what's our email? Uh, RaleighAnime at gmail.com. RaleighAnime at gmail.com. You can tell us you know, how we're doing. You can tell us if we're doing terrible. We don't care. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but you can give us recommendations and let us know what you like about you know, some of the things that we've read or watched. And uh, let us know if we're missing out on certain things. Yeah. But um, next week we'll see what, what the new topic is. Um, I don't know where we're at in the seasons. I know some things are ending. Some things are not. We're about two-thirds of the way. Okay, two-thirds. All right. But so – Good season so far, and I can't wait to see where, where it ends up. Yeah. Next week, we're talking about the spider one. No. no don't, don't, don't. Thanks, you guys, for sticking I with us. We'll probably do more manga next week, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. All right. But anyway, uh, thanks, as always, for watching. And if you ever are in times of trouble, remember the wise words uh, my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. Is it better than yours? Uh, damn right it's better than yours. All right. Thanks, you guys. I could teach you, but you'd have, I'd have to. Oh.